By this point, you have already heard of shadow work. To sum shadow work up in a neat little package, shadow work is the practice of making the unconscious aspects of you conscious. This integration of the unconscious within you ultimately leads to total awakening. Shadow work is absolutely essential if you want to be an integrated person, if you want to actualize your personal power, if you want to walk the earth without fear, if you want to step into a place of free will instead of determinism, if you want to become awakened, if you want to know yourself, if you want to create the life you want in reality, if you want to end your suffering and or suffering in the world, and the list goes on and on. To understand more about this, you can watch two of my videos. The first is, what is shadow work? The second is, what are the benefits of shadow work? Ultimately, shadow work is my specialty. And that's why what I'm about to say is something that you need to take very seriously. Here it is. Don't do shadow work if you're not willing to actually make a change. The only reason that a person does anything is because they think the doing of it is going to make them feel better. It's going to lead to some kind of an improvement. So the real reason why people do shadow work is because they think it's going to make them feel better emotionally. They think it's going to lead to better results. They think it's going to lead to more understanding, maybe more clarity, an improved state of being, whatever it is that they're wanting. But shadow work has this amazing way of making us aware of these changes we need to make for the sake of our own personal expansion. And if you are not willing to, or choose not to, take action to make that change, shadow work will make the situation that you're in and the way you feel a whole lot worse, not better. A lot of people don't really understand this link or connection between things that are non-physical and things that are physical. When a change takes place, that change takes place and needs to take place on all levels of the being. This means that any change that takes place on the mental level needs to take place on the emotional level and needs to take place on the physical level in order for a person to stay in a state of alignment. I'll give you an example. Let's say that you change the way that you're thinking about physical health. Let's say that you have this awareness based off of doing shadow work that you need to be way more disciplined with your health regimen because if you're not, you're gonna keep getting sick sicker and sicker and sicker. Now, just having that awareness based off of doing that shadow work, that doesn't automatically bring you into alignment. What happened right then is that where your awareness was on the mental level, you're not there on the physical level. So there's an internal malalignment or misalignment. In order to bring yourself into alignment, you have to actually take the action step after that of, okay, now I'm going to be more disciplined in actuality, meaning I'm gonna exercise or I'm going to take the action to eat differently, or I'm going to get myself massages. Whatever it is that pulls your physical aspect of self into alignment with that mental realization. To understand more about this, you would benefit by watching my video titled, Taking Action is a Crucial Part of Manifestation. If you don't do this, you've actually magnified your misalignment. You will be in much more pain about your physical health, feel worse about your lack of discipline relative to health, and actually invite worse symptoms of your ill health to manifest. To understand this concept of shadow work making things worse when you're not willing to make a change, I'm going to give you two concrete examples. The first example we're going to look at is Ben. 
Ben has decided to attend a retreat for the very first time in his life. Let's be honest, he's kind of a country boy. He's not the kind of guy that goes to retreats. The reason Ben goes to a retreat is because he wants to get his life straight. Ben has been really unhappy. <laughs> now let's say that when he goes to this retreat, he's doing a lot of self-discovery and what he realizes or has to admit to himself, based off of making the unconscious conscious, is that the real source of his suffering is his marriage. Ben married his high school girlfriend and married her quickly because they accidentally got pregnant. He was doing the right thing, so he thought. But the problem is, he and his wife are super different people. They want completely different things, and now it's become a serious source of pain in their relationship. His wife wants a life in the city. To be honest, she's a complete social butterfly, who's also a social climber, who thrives on attention and status. She makes it obvious every day that she's ashamed of the life they're living. She wants Ben to be more ambitious and to have a high-paying job in the city. She keeps bringing up the idea of hiring a nanny for their daughter as well. If Ben is honest, the reason for their constant conflict is that he wants her to stop pulling in the direction of that other life and be happy with the one they have. After all, this is the life that Ben wants. All he's missing is a happy wife. Ben loves their life on his family's farm. He hates the city. He wants his wife to be happy being a homemaker like his own mother was. He doesn't care about the status, and he's rather shy, and would rather die than have a job in an office somewhere in the city. After all, he loves to work with his hands and eat the food he grows himself. Ben becomes aware that even though he was trying to do the right thing by marrying her, he was young and naive. He thought love was all you need. He and his wife are not ever going to make each other happy by staying together as partners. But when Ben gets home, he suddenly becomes aware of all of the scary and painful things that could potentially happen as a result of making a change to his marriage. So he does nothing. It's almost like that time of the retreat was just some other life that he lived for a week. So when he gets back home, he falls back into life as it always is. The daily grind. Only, <laughs> instead of the retreat making things better, that retreat made things way worse. By failing to make a change to his own marriage that is in alignment with the realization that he had, he is now resisting his own expansion and his own alignment. So things get a lot worse for Ben. He feels like something went terribly wrong because the retreat he attended was supposed to make him feel better. Now, everything's worse. Every time his wife enters the room, he feels irritated. He's lost all sexual interest in her. Their fights are becoming even more explosive than before, and out of the blue, he even suddenly develops back problems. Another example. Olivia has joined a local women's circle. She's been pouring her energy and one day a week to figuring out what aspects of life are not conducive to her femininity. She's already identified that she wants to step more into the feminine. She wants to be able to express her feminine energies. And to be totally honest with you, what's not conducive to her femininity is every aspect of her life. It's the fact that she's a single mother with no genuine masculine containment or protection. It's the fact that she is solely financially responsible for her entire family. It's the fact that she's an executive that's leading a very successful company. It's the fact that it doesn't matter whether she's on her monthly cycle and needs the space to be quiet and introspective and gentle. The reality is she has meetings and presentations to do and a bunch of other men vying for her position to compete with on every project, no matter the time of month. It's the fact that she lives in America where there's no infrastructure of support and where there are no gender roles anymore and where women are expected to do and be everything. It is that she has no women in her life that she genuinely trusts. 
and the list goes on and on. But Olivia, as she becomes aware of all of these things in her life that need to change in order for her to be more in alignment with her femininity, she's unwilling to do so. I should say, part of her is unwilling to do so, and part of her feels like it's impossible to do those things even if she wanted to. For example, she feels like she can't just quit her job. I mean, after all, she's the sole financial support for everybody. What will happen to her daughter if she does? On top of that, her job is really the source of her self-esteem. It's the only thing she feels like she's got going for herself. She also believes that there's no man on earth who would just want her to drop her career so he could completely support her and a child that's not even his. And even if she did find that guy, her past experience has taught her not to trust men. Because the second that you're powerless to them providing for you, now all of a sudden he can control every aspect of your life. He can make your life a living hell. Also, she's got another problem. She actually does have a boyfriend. Problem is, the gender roles are flipped. She's the one totally financially supporting him, and he's a really passive guy. But he's so kind. And her daughter is totally attached to him. She can't face the idea of breaking up with this guy. She can't go through the process of doing that all over again, losing the shred of support she already has, and disappointing her daughter because she got attached to a guy who's going to leave again. So Olivia doesn't make a change. She hopes that just the little bit of feminine time she gets in her women's circle will help. But that doesn't happen. Instead, Olivia becomes more and more unhappy and trapped and powerless in her life. So unhappy that she starts drinking alcohol again. She grows a bitter hatred for men, despite the fact that she feels the need for one so badly. And she grows a bitter hatred for the stay-at-home moms that drop their kids off at school at the same time as she drops off her daughter. She hates the way her body feels, overly capable and metallic and armored rather than receptive and soft. She feels more unsafe and more unsupported than ever. She starts to obsessively watch period piece films and fantasize about having been born in a different century back when men took responsibility for women. And Olivia's periods keep getting worse and worse. She does not have the luxury of taking days off when she is on her period, so she starts discussing the potential for hysterectomy with her doctor. And all of this pushes her into a nervous breakdown. There are a great many reasons why a person doesn't make a change, even when it becomes completely obvious that they need to. To understand more about this, watch my video titled The Real Reason Why People Don't Change. But shadow work is an absolute catalyst for change. It turns the heat way the hell up on your own expansion, and it increases the gap between where you are right now and what you are wanting. Your decisions and your actions must line up with whatever it is that shadow work makes you aware of, or else you will be more out of alignment than you were before. It's easy to see that if you become aware that you're in an abusive relationship, if you stay in that relationship, it will be even worse to be in that relationship than it was before. Or if you become aware that living in your parents' house is keeping you stuck, but you don't move out, things will get even worse for you there. Or if you become aware that one of your top values is personal achievement, but you continue to prioritize supporting and helping the other people in your life, you will feel even more unfulfilled. Or if you become aware that you are lonely and really decide you need friends but stay in your apartment every day, you will feel even more separate and emotionally starved than you did before. Or if you become aware of how much suffering goes into the process of the production of meat, but you continue to eat meat, you will feel guilt, shame, and internal discord every time you do. If you become aware of how damaging an aspect of human society is, it will be even more painful to witness it. 
if shadow work is making your life even worse. That means there is a disconnect between the awareness you are gaining and the actions and decisions you are either making and taking or not making and taking. It means you are resisting making a necessary change that the shadow work is trying to make you aware that you need to take. In case you haven't noticed already, the universe has absolutely no problems turning the heat way the hell up on your expansion. What this means is that the universe at large doesn't really care whether you want to make a change when you're doing shadow work, because it's fine with you doing shadow work to the degree that your life becomes so unbearable that you're either forced to make a change or you die. That's not a problem for the universe at large. However, <laughs> I'm going to give you a choice today, because I feel like that choice is important to make with your free will. Shadow work is a fast track to change. It is a catalyst. You need to know this going into it. If you do shadow work, it is going to point to a necessary and sometimes very difficult change you need to make. If you don't want to or are not willing to make a change, either do shadow work on why you're unwilling to make a specific change, or don't do shadow work. Because doing shadow work when you are unwilling to make a specific change will make things in your life a whole lot worse, not better. Have a good week. If you liked this video, be sure to hit the like button. Subscribe to my channel and consider sharing this video with your friends. You can also click on the bell icon to be notified of the next time that I post a video. I want to thank you personally for the bravery that you have to step into awareness. I'll see you in the next video.